All right. Thanks for checking us out here on the Final Score Podcast. Rex Watek here with you. I uh, appreciate you guys being patient and hanging in there with us. It's been a, a bit of a disjointed couple of weeks uh, for us here on the pod because our uh, producer, Graham Cullen, uh, got to enjoy some much-deserved uh, rest and relaxation on vacation last week. So that's why it's been a little slow in, in, in getting the podcast out. Uh, just one of those things. Uh, uh, Graham does a great job here. And uh, happy, happy to be back uh, into in the flow of things. Uh, our guest this week is uh, Frank Strakonsky. Uh, the interview was uh, recorded last week before Strakonsky, the coach of uh, the uh, Frederick High girls cross-country team. Uh, his team went down to Cary, North Carolina and won the Adidas Challenge. Uh, uh, th- this last weekend. Uh, so the re- interview was recorded a little before that, uh, but it's always great to uh, 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 talk to Frank and get his perspective because he's been a long-time coach in the county and he's a fan of many sports. So in a couple minutes, you'll hear our interview with Frank Strakonsky. Uh, but first, let me bring in my colleagues here at the FNP, uh, Alexander Dacey and John Cannon, to catch you up on what's been going on in the, in the fall sports season in the county uh, week four of the high school football season, fellas. Uh, uh, the big matchup, of course, is three and O Oakdale hosting three and O Ligonor. Two of the top teams in in three A, and uh, it, it could go a long way to shaping um, the, the way the playoffs go in that classification. Right, Alexander. Right. I mean, again, with the with the way the with with the way that classification is sort of shaking out now with some of the movement in and out like we've kind of been talking about uh you know for for a while now uh there there's a it's kind of weird to say but this the, this theoretically might be a state final preview i mean the the 3A west you know very frequently produces um you know one if not multiple uh people or uh teams in the final like last year with Oakdale and Damascus so uh it could very well depend on how you know how it shakes out uh be a preview which would be you know, pretty great. I mean, I think it's probably game of the year in Frederick County, and uh, each team has looked really strong against. Uh, oh, I mean, Oakdale's played three three good teams and has you know beaten three good teams to start the season. Uh, and you know, Langenor had their first real test against Walkersville and absolutely steamrolled them last week. So I think it'll be a competitive matchup for sure. Yeah, I got some other interesting games this week. Frederick at Mountain Ridge. That's interesting because Frederick uh, coming off its first loss to Oakdale last week. Uh, going out to Frostburg to play a Saturday evening game. It's, it's sort of an unusual time slot for a high school game, a 6 p.m. Saturday game against Mountain Ridge, which is the returning 1A runner-up. Uh, the Miners lost a nail-biter to uh, Fort Hill in the state final last year, and they're off to a 3-0 start. Um, had a close game with Allegheny, though, last week, and, and, and Oakdale handled Allegheny pretty easily in Week 2. So if you look, if you just go by the results comparison, you know, you, you sort of like how Frederick might match up in that game. Um, uh, just because uh, they gave Oakdale a decent game. Uh, John, we'll talk to you about that in, uh, in a second. Um, and then uh, Allegheny gave Mountain Ridge all it could handle last week. But you got to account for the travel, an unfamiliar, dust, uh, an unfamiliar place to play for Frederick. Uh, Mountain Ridge has a good running game. Frederick has sort of struggled to stop the run so far, so you got to factor those things in too. Uh, Brunswick is uh, another one of our three and O teams. They host Smithsburg in a game they'll be heavily favored in. Uh, Walkersville Westminster, I, I I think, is an interesting matchup. Uh, they they don't play often, 
Um, and uh, Westminster uh, can score a lot of points. So Walkersville coming off that disappointing loss to Ligonor, uh, during which uh, turnovers really killed the Lions in that game. Um, that They looked to bounce back against Westminster. Uh, Catoctin, uh, Tuscarora uh, play. Uh, uh, two team, Tuscarora looking for its first win. Catoctin its second after they beat Williamsport last week. Uh, Urbana goes to Ballou in uh, Washington, D.C., uh, Middletown, uh, 0-3 for the first time in about 20 years. Uh, they play Boonesboro, a team they typically dominate. And, John, I wanted to talk to you about this one because uh, uh, Thomas Johnson goes to Walt Whitman. And uh, TJ uh, had a tough loss to Urbana in Week 2, but 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 TJ is 2-1, uh, and one and, and they're, they're playing a lot better under their uh, first-year head coach. Yeah, I mean, they really uh, – I saw them take it to North um, last Thursday night. Uh, their quarterback, A.J. Allen, is a really uh, good athlete. He um, he can throw the ball. He's a heck of a runner, uh, makes good decisions, and, um, and they got a lot of other good athletes around him. I mean, guys have made, they got, a couple guys made like, beautiful catches on Thursday night. And their defense, I mean, they were really uh, getting good pressure. Now, granted, this is against North Hagerstown, okay? So, I mean, uh, you know, I'm not going to say they're going to knock off Oakdale or Linganore or anything like that. But they've got a little something, and we were talking about it up here. I mean, you could see them winning four or five games. They've already got two wins this year. And, you know, for a team that's only won one game the past two years or two games combined the past two years, I mean, that's a heck of a heck of a progress just in one year. So uh, I think they're, uh, I don't want to call them a sleeper per se, but, you know, they're, they're, they're not very, not, not bad, not bad at all. Yeah, I mean, they seem to be responding to Bo Trevor. What, what, what's the energy like around the program? I'm sure it's pretty mm-hmm. uh, upbeat and, and, and optimistic. Yeah, I mean, again, uh, last, last week, uh, I want to say that was the first time I saw them. They, uh, I mean, again, they, they dominated in that game. So when you're dominating and they're, you're at home, uh, things are looking pretty good. Um, they uh, and, and apparently they did similar things against Washington in their first game out of, uh, I want to say, West Virginia. So, uh, you know, they got Tuscarora on their schedule. They got teams like that. They And I don't know about Whitman, but I think they got to have a good chance of winning most of their games, except when they play the Fredericks and the Linganores. They play Linganore. Uh, yeah, they play Linganore and Oakdale. And, yeah. and they play Oakdale, too. Yeah, th- those will be tough games, but, but th- it seems like TJ's gotten to the phase where the, they should win the games that they're expected right. to win. Right. Um, and, well, which is a big step forward for them. Sure, and, and uh, Coach Traper was telling me against Urbana, penalties really uh, hurt them a lot. And he said, you know, when, when they don't make those types of things, he thinks they can at least be in, ga- be in games with anybody. So we'll right. see. Uh, rounding out the week four upcoming schedule for the private schools, uh, Perky Omen School uh, plays at MSD. That is a rematch of the, the, the Keystone uh, State League uh, championship game last year, won by MSD. And uh, St. John's uh, Catholic Prep goes to uh, Bishop Ireton. Um, and those schools don't play very often, but Bishop Ireton is in Alexandria, Virginia, so St. John's hitting the road to take on that one, uh, and those are the private school matchups for the week. Uh, but back to week three, uh, Alexander, mm-hmm. uh, Urbana sort of pulled out what uh, Coach Dean Swink described as a gut-check win over Middletown, 21-20. Yeah, uh, 13-10. Um, but or, or 13-10, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, they. Uh, it, was, it was really, I mean – there really was not a lot of offense going on until a little a little stretch in the second half, but I mean, d- defensive slugfest, you know, both both teams were trying to run the ball a lot. It wasn't really working. Uh, and Urbana, Urbana actually went down 10 nothing partway through the third quarter, and the Middletown got, got, the t- got that it was the game's first touchdown, and you're like, okay, neither team's really moving the ball, and, and, you know, half the reason Middletown scored the touchdown was because they started in plus territory, so... 
maybe, you know, Urbana's got to do something here to, to, to prove it. And I mean, two straight drives, they started airing it out a little more and they marched, uh, they marched down the field and got a touchdown, uh, had the extra point blocked, but then on the very next possession, they went, uh, three plays, 80 yards and Tanner Repenta, uh, just two yard dive into the end zone. So yeah, it was a good, it was, it was the kind of, kind of comeback that shows them starting to come together in the progress and, you know, if like I think Dean sort of alluded to, like if this game is played, you know, even just two weeks, you know, I guess two and a half weeks ago now, but in week one, they're probably not coming back, right? Even if it's, it's you know, even if it's ten nothing, ten nothing in the fourth quarter or at the end of the third quarter, but yeah, they they're definitely coming together. I mean, their their defense looked, you know, leaps and bounds improved much better. I think their their offense still is a bit of a work in progress. I think we we kind of knew that coming into the season, and they're still. They're still kind of figuring it out there, but I think there's they're they're starting to show more flashes and more pieces, and I think it's I think the project is starting to piece itself together, um, and you can see tangible progress, which is really kind of all they've wanted, and this was probably the biggest sign of it so far. I mean, again, they beat they beat TJ the week before, but this is this is really the the sort of gritted out game that they that they hadn't played yet. Uh, John, uh, Frederick mm-hmm. had a tall order last week. They had to play at Westminster on Monday in a weather-delayed game. And then they uh, had a game against Oakdale that was originally scheduled for Thursday. got pushed back to last Friday at 4 p.m. Uh, before sundown uh, for the for the Jewish uh, holiday. Uh, so two games in, in, in five days. Um, how, how do you think – uh, the cadets held up against that uh, uh, that really good. good Oakdale team. Very good. I mean, um, <laughs> against Oakdale, they they found themselves down fourteen to nothing just uh, less than four minutes into the game. I mean, they gave up an opening uh, kickoff touchdown return to, to um, Hunter, Thompson. Hunter Thompson, and then they uh, and Evan Austin came back and had like a twenty six yard touchdown run on a on a keeper. And it's like, oh boy, here we go. But um, then after that, Frederick's defense, uh, they they stood up to the challenge. They basically, I'll say, they shut down Oakdale's passing, and they did. They contained it, so Oakdale just went to running, and they uh, they they went on the ground a lot, and they they did got enough uh, got enough separation there. Now Frederick got back into the game. They uh, they were able to get a couple key plays here and there in passing, and they had a kickoff return of their own um by um oh boy i'm, I'm messing up with the sem uh newton, newton uh, yeah, yeah, newton, newton, SEM, yeah. Who, who's a track athlete yeah right? he had a really nice uh, kickoff return himself for a uh, touchdown so frederick's got back in the game but oakdale used a ground attack um to just kind of kind of grind frederick down and you know evan austin as always when they needed a play he'd get a big gain here a big gain there a touchdown a short touchdown run and uh, I think I was telling – they even had Dom Nichols taking carries for the first time this year at the backfield, which was quite an experience uh, <laughs> yeah, to, mean, to witness. Well, we're seeing a few wrinkles with Dom because yeah. in week two against Allegheny, he threw a half-back pass to Hunter Thompson uh, for, for a touchdown. So I mean, if I'm a, you know, a, a, a guy on the defensive line or a linebacker and I see 6'5", 250 or whatever right, he is yeah. barreling at me at a pretty decent speed um, – <laughs> Make sure I have a will or something. Yeah, because a, a lot of high school DBs are in that five nine, five mm-hmm. ten, probably one hundred seventy pound range. So, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, they're they're probably not too anxious to uh, to take on that challenge uh, head on. Uh, but but, but Frederick it, held. A, 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 to speak to your point, though, they did play a credible game, especially considering the circumstances. Against you're, you're, you know, Oakdale reached the state finals last year. Westminster was a state semis. Am I right on that? Or uh, pretty deep in the playoffs. Westminster was state quarter. State quarters, Oakdale beat yeah, them. Yeah, okay. right. All right, so yeah, you're facing two really good teams, you know, five days apart. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah, good, good overall. Fred, Frederick's down. got some athletes, uh, for sure, and, and and their team speed is is, is what makes them uh, dangerous on the outside mm-hmm. with. With Newton and Davion Pryor, mm-hmm. and um, I mean, they, they, and, uh, Tay Anderson, Tay they're, they're starting he, to get their running game going. I mean, he was up against a good defense, and he still got he got some nice runs in there. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he uh, showed what he could do. Yeah, so, so Frederick's, I, I think, in the mix. I mean, they're, they're a dangerous team that they could rise up and mm-hmm. and on in, in the right uh, situation can beat can beat anyone. So. And they're playing that schedule. I mean, now they have Mountain Ridge this week. They had Oakdale and Westminster. I mean, this player, is what they play, didn't play, do last year. Player Banna, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a really tough game. So I mean, in that four A three A, by the time they get there, I mean, if they're all they're healthy and so far they seem to be, yeah, they could uh, they could make some noise. Uh, any other football observations, uh, fellows, uh, that you wanted to point out? <laughs> I don't think what else happened. This yeah, week. Uh, I mean, this is almost a, a weird week. Yeah, the the week the weeks have been so weird with the with all the weather and the the scheduling changes and stuff. So I'm trying to think if there's anything else. None of us saw Catoctin. Catoctin in Williamsport was a uh, yeah. No, that that no, that's that that was that was a good win for them. I mean, they. I know you saw them week one, and they were yeah. they were ahead till the yeah. very till the very end, and even. I know you uh, actually. You saw them week two against Mountain Ridge, right? Right, correct. Uh, and I know mm-hmm. Mountain Ridge won that pretty easily, but they seem to be. On the up and up, um, slowly yeah. but surely, <clears throat> they're 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 getting better. So, uh, flag football, uh, Alexander. Uh, well, we're uh, recording this after week three of their season, and uh, and uh, Ligonor, um, uh, unbe- unbeaten so far, along with Urbana and Tuscora. Correct. Correct. Those are those are the last three unbeaten's, and uh, I don't I don't exactly know when they play each other. It's it's definitely you know a few weeks down the line, but. Yeah, no, Urbana kind of as we expected, um, you know, just, just kind of running over everybody. That's not, not really a surprise. Um, no, but I wanted to ask you about Ligonor because I'm not yeah. sure uh, uh, how much we touted them before the season, and and, I, and they had a huge win over Walkersville. Mm. Uh, I think they scored 50 points. In their yeah, opener. so I think Ligonor was a team. I think it was more like just based on the the strength of their other program their other sports programs they have athletes you and yeah, we were like yeah we could they, they have athletes mm-hmm. they probably would be competitive somehow um i mean yeah drop in a 50 piece on walkersville i don't think was expected and i don't think any team has come even remotely close to that since then in terms of just sc- raw scoring output and even even themselves their last two games they, they beat uh Katoctin eight nothing eight nothing in what was basically their defense winning them that game and then uh, just just today, or I guess uh, Wednesday, because uh, this will be out a little bit later. Uh, they beat uh, Oakdale seven six in overtime, uh, and again that was a uh, you know it, it came down, it came down to the overtime again for Oakdale, and Oakdale was on the wrong side of it uh, for the second time. But yeah, they uh, they're they're again they're kind of a team that's just they're just a lot of good athletes, very solid. Their quarterback uh, Savannah Ian, she's one of the uh, one one of the uh, players who actually has like extensive quarterbacking experience and like in you know doing rec league and other uh, flag football stuff so she actually she she can sling it around a little bit and sort of knows how to run an offense which which definitely helps uh how about how about how about the other sports uh uh, boys soccer, Oakdale and Tuscarora seem to be uh uh, uh the teams to beat uh, so far um, girls soccer, uh, Oakdale and Walkersville uh, is off to a very impressive um, uh, 4-0 start I believe. And, and and they've uh, they've been one of the teams that really watch um, volleyball. Yeah, yeah, you have Ur- 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 Urbana, uh, very strong once again, and uh, 
Field hockey, John, is it yeah. Urbana's at the top, but are there some teams chasing them? Or? Yeah, I saw Oakdale the other night, who is four and zero right now, and uh, they are really uh, are a good team. Um, I haven't seen Urbana, but I'm sure they're as good as they always are. So I mean, that'll be a matchup to watch. Um, but um, Oakdale has a they lost fourteen seniors from last year, but they have a bunch of young players who are fast and good athletes, and a lot of them have been playing a fair amount of time. So they. They, uh, they've been taking it to some teams, so, you know, I, I haven't looked at the calendar or the schedule yet to see when they play Urbana, but that'll be one to watch. And uh, the golf season uh, plugging right along, too. They'll, they'll be playing some uh, uh, big uh, matches uh, coming up because they start to run out of daylight uh, as, as the calendar gets into October. And uh, Urbana, Oakdale, Middletown seem to be our top three teams uh, in, in golf. Yeah, they, uh, they have the CMC Championship tomorrow or uh, Thursday this week, and they have County Championship next Tuesday, and then the, the first round of the or the the, the district uh, the state district championships, which is what qual- qualifies you for states, yeah. is in like less than two weeks. So right, it's, and, it's all coming up super fast for right. them. Right, and then it'll be states uh, before the end of October. Uh, right, too. Uh, so I mean they they have to do it because that you can't play golf in the dark is, is, mm-hmm. as, far, as far as I know because it's no no lights available uh, uh, across the course. So. Um, anyway, guys, uh, thanks for doing this. We'll bring back some maybe some power rankings uh, next week uh, uh, for all these sports because everyone loves power rankings, and, and, and we'll bring those back. And we'll review week four, look ahead to week five, so, so uh, all that uh, good stuff. Uh, so thank you. And when we come back here on The Final Score, we will talk to Frank Strakonsky, a longtime cross-country coach at Frederick High School. Uh, stay tuned. Uh, you're listening to The Final Score Podcast. very excited about this episode i've been wanting to have my guest on for a long time uh joining me in studio right now is uh the longtime coach here in frederick county uh he's coached uh the frederick high uh, cross country team for some time now uh, he's frank Str- Str- frank strakonsky easy for me to say frank thanks for thanks for doing this appreciate you coming in you're welcome greg thank you very much for the inf- invitation yeah absolutely how, how long have you been at this now frank uh this is i just checked this is the 25th year for doing cross country has, has it felt like 25 years uh, a little bit longer sometimes <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that, that, that the hair is white my, i'm sure my hair would be white too but yeah. but you can't see my hair because i have the shaved head how did you become a cross how did you become a coach in frederick county i was running a youth program in frederick and uh, uh, several of the runners on my team, uh, their mother was a teacher at Frederick High School, Connie Novak. And uh, Frederick High School did not have a team uh, the year before I started coaching. And Connie talked to the uh, athletic director, and uh, Casey DeLauder approached me about taking over the team, uh, knowing that we had some really good kids coming up. Uh, I think the first year we had, 1977, we had five girls on the team, and that, that was it. And uh, knowing that after that, I had a really good core group coming in uh, as eighth graders the next year. What, what made you want to be a coach? Uh, I think it's just, number one, just watching kids develop. That's the, that's the thing, taking somebody who doesn't think they can do something and turning them into something, kind of molding them a little bit. Yeah. Uh, what is your What is your athletic background? Were you a runner uh, yourself? Or? No, no. I actually threw the discus at Brunswick, and I played basketball for Bill Cubitt okay. at, at Brunswick, and that was it. But I just spent a lot of time, you know, just learning and listening to the likes of Ann and Lee Zumba. I spent many of an hour down at the Armory with Jack Riffin, uh, John Grimm, Don Borier. I mean, you just, you know, you just 
do a best practices with all the people that are you know have been in this county. You you know you can put uh, piece some things together. How old were you when you realized that coaching was in your future? I think like twenty four, somewhere around there. Okay, yeah. and, and what what was the inkling? What was the impetus that, that hey, this is maybe what I want to do? I think it was just uh, the the parents of the eighth grade uh, the group that was there. They said, we you know we need you to do this. We need to have a program here for uh, girls when they get to high school, and so we went in that way. It was a, it was a, a big change, and I think a lot of first year coaches do it. You know, you, there's certain things you can and can't do as a high school coach that you can do as a club coach. You know, so you you know you just have to figure out what all that stuff is, and it's just a le- little learning curve. So, you, so you grew up in Brunswick, correct? Okay, yep. and, and and you watched the, the the trains go by and stuff. Oh like yeah, that? From, from my front porch, I could look down over the railroad yard. My dad was a councilman there in Brunswick for twenty two years, and graduated from seventy six. So we had to meet the other day in Brunswick, and I took the kids around to the school. I said that's where my home ec class was, right, <laughs> right there. So right. Are are you amazed that Lee and Ann Zumba? I, I don't want to make them sound old, but 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 they're they've been doing this for so long that they're, they're they're still you're you're a peer of theirs. Uh, yeah, correct, yeah. correct. Um, uh, no, they they just have so much energy and so much passion, and that community is so lucky to have those two um, involved in their programs there. Yeah, and they have so, energy is right. I mean, I, I again, I don't mean to make them sound old, but but uh, no. but. Uh, Lots of co- coaches now and uh, grown adults uh, remember uh, growing up running for for Lee and Ann Zumba and, and, and being coached by them. So their their longevity is simply amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. Yeah, uh, is Brunswick still home or are you up here? Are you no, up we here live. Now? My wife and I and daughter live here in Frederick. You 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 do. Yeah. Um. And was Frederick how your first coaching job? Correct. Okay. Yes. H- how did it sort of come about? Uh, like I said, Casey DeLauder uh, approached me during a youth practice and says, "We don't, you know, we don't have a girls' coach. Would you be interested in coaching?" And uh, I wasn't married at that time, and I talked uh, with the Novak family. They were Connie was actually my best friend back then, and she talked me into doing it. I was working at State Farm Insurance, and I was working a uh, eleven at night to seven in the morning shift. The insurance yes. uh, industry runs overnight? I was uh, involved in the data processing department then. You were, okay. Yeah. And they did it at night, not, Correct. not, not during the uh, They ran a 24-hour. What did you think of your life, selling insurance and uh, and, and uh, sleeping or being at work when everyone's asleep and sleeping when everyone else I, is doing their thing? I kind of got a, a little... Uh, glimpse of it my dad worked on the railroad in washington dc okay uh he worked a midnight shift so he would come home every day at like eight o'clock and uh so so you had seen it like it was sort of what you were used to correct but i I knew when i would get off work in the morning at seven o'clock i would get home and my room had to be pitch black so when my wife and i got married it was like all the blinds are down and and all the stuff that i did as a you know younger person i was doing it now as a married person and she kind of said well you know what am i getting myself into here did did you enjoy selling what what type of insurance did you sell i worked uh the first 14 or 15 years i worked in the data processing department okay and then uh, that's right you weren't a salesman that uh moved to uh georgia and i took a job because my wife had been she's been at frederick high 39 years and uh we didn't want to move and um the um Opening came up up for a claims job, so I went into homeowners claims for probably seven or eight years, and then a subrogation job came up, which basically 
house burns down, you go out and try to figure out why the house burned down. Okay. So I did that like the last nine years of my career at State Farm until they moved. And, and you were coaching. Coaching was your side job, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Uh, did, did you enjoy the, the insurance job? Oh, yeah. Love the people that I worked with there. Uh, love the shift work. And it, it, it was a great job. State Farm allowed me to do a, a lot of things. You know? Right. Is, is there a bit of heartache that comes with the homeowner's claims job? Because you're hearing all of these tough stories. Yes. It's, it, and my daughter is working for uh, Kathy Schultz Insurance Agency now. And so she's getting a lot of claims in. And I said, you know, the one thing most every person you deal with has had something bad happen to them. So you just have to try to make it better, right? You know? But 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 that, but that's the other yeah. side of it is you're you're helping these people yeah. uh, re- recover from from these these horrible loads. Correct. So Correct. so there's got to be something fulfilling in that. Too. It, there is, there is. I think the the worst one I had was it was a Christmas Eve, and the pipe above this 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 family in Rockville's uh, uh, burst. It came down on the Christmas tree, the presents and everything. So we processed the claim within like an hour and a half. And I drove the check down to Gaithersburg and met him. So they were able to go out and rebuy some things. Oh, well, yeah. that, 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 that yeah. had to be one of the most yeah. memorable uh, times in your career, yeah, right? They're just, just being able to help someone in that that dire time of need. Correct. So. And they were very appreciative. Yeah. Uh, when you started coaching with, with such a small team, did you feel like you had bitten off more than you could chew? Were you invigorated by it? Or just how did you feel when you first started your coaching career? No, because no, I you kind of saw what was coming in the pipeline. Okay. And, and we knew we had six uh, incoming freshmen that were really – or that they were currently in the eighth grade, but they were coming in. And then there was another two in the seventh grade. So you saw what was in the future there. And they did wonderful things. Their freshman year uh, when they were there, they finished second in the state. Then they were um, state champions in uh, 89, 90, they were runner-up. In 92, they were, or 91, they were uh, third place in the state. So they had a great run for, the, for that period of time. Right. Uh, you, you said you threw the discus um, in high school. Throwers don't always like running. Did, 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 did you uh, abhor uh, running? Or, uh... Nope. It was, it was when I started a track club, and then I ended up with the Novak family. They were... Uh, they were distance runners, so okay. in order to train them properly, I had to start reading, and, and there was no internet back there, so, you know, you sent away for a, a magazine or something like that, and you learned, and, and then like I said, you talk to the Zumbas, you talk to Jack Griffin, and you just learn a lot that way. Yeah, I mean, so, so many great uh, mentors, uh, obviously, around yeah. here, so um, wh- what have you enjoyed the most about coaching? I think it's just uh, watching the kids develop and achieve something that they didn't think they could probably achieve you know that i think that's that's it especially when you you know you talk and you try to get a uh, a student athlete to come out and it's well i've never run before and my answer is always have you ever been trained to run and well no well you come out and then they do well and one of the things at frederick that kind of we have to deal with on an annual basis is the majority of our athletes have never run before they get to high school so you're starting from square one and it takes sometimes, you know, a year or two, even three, to, to get them to that point. Right. So it's just a, a work in progress. Right. But but it helps when you have a, a, a pre-natural great one, and, and, and you do right now certainly in uh, Caroline Gregory. Uh, state champion, uh, multi-time uh, county champion. She's only a junior, correct? No, Caroline's a senior. Uh, she's, she, she, yeah. she is a senior yeah. this year. Okay. Uh, but, but tell us about Caroline and, and what you thought when, when she came into your program. Well, we knew uh, of Caroline when she ran in the um, Spires Youth Program. And she was homeschooled at that time. And uh, 
my assistant at that time, she's my co-head coach now, Sage Norton, and I sat down with her parents and talked to them about the uh, about our program, and uh, they enrolled at Frederick. They are in our district, and so they came to Frederick, her and her sister, and we just knew that that was a very special talent, and we just had to, you have to nurture that talent a little bit different. Yeah, I mean, what makes her such a special runner? I, and, and I don't think it's just limited to running. She's just a special kid. I mean, she is... I mean, I've never been around an athlete or a student like that. It's it, everything she does is, you know, if I had a son, that's who I'd want to bring home right there. Caroline. Right. But, but you have to tell her to like re- relax sometimes because she does put yep. a lot of pressure on herself, right? Yes, she does. And, and like she was saying, when we're going to this meet this weekend down North Carolina, you know, I, I'm afraid there's a lot of expectations. No, we just want to ru- go out and run and have fun. You know, that's, that's you have the talent. You just, you just go out and, and run. Right, and, and the results are what they are. Yeah. And yeah. if you don't finish first, life the sun the sun will come up and life will go on. Right. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Yep. Then and, and you know, you live the fight another week next week. Right. I remember before, before counties last year, she you said she was a little nervous, and you mm-hmm. just said, "Relax. This is, yeah. this, this is this is fun. This is this is not states. This is not regionals. It's, right. it's, it's counties. Just go out and and have fun and run your race." And uh, she certainly she certainly did that. But but the rest of your team has been uh, is, has risen to a high standard too in, in, in recent years. Yeah, I think that's several things. I think number one, uh, we've had probably we have twenty three girls, and six of those girls ran with the uh, Spires Youth Program. Okay. So it's one of the rare times that we've had uh, kids come in through a youth program, and that's really helped. Uh, yeah. So you're not starting at square one. Correct. Correct. Uh, so they're able to come in, hit the ground running. Uh, the second thing is three of our assistants, uh, Brian Gregory, Caroline's dad, uh, Brian Sligo, and Margaret Osborne, the last year uh, have worked with our track team. So for the first time, our girls have basically run track all year long. So that's kind of you know a new dynamic to us. So the starting spot is a lot better than it has been in the past couple of years. Right. It, it helps to have that yeah. ex- experience in mm-hmm. the program. And who are some of your other really talented girls in uh, – uh, the, the the runners that really make the team go. Yeah, our uh, number two runner is uh, Juliana Broner. Okay. Uh, and she is a being recruited by a number of Division One lacrosse coaches, uh, schools. And uh, then we have the Slegel twins. They're both juniors too. Uh, they would be like three, four. Mary Joy Johnson, who's one of those uh, girls who has never run before. But she got to Frederick High. Uh, she's in the top seven. And then we have Sophia Driver, who's out right now with uh, an injury. She was our number four runner, I think, last year at the state meet. So we've been without her so far this season. And then we have probably five really nice sophomore girls that could probably run for any uh, any of the schools in Frederick County's top seven right now. Right. Uh, give me the profile of the cross-country runner, Frank. Is, is it someone that just wants to stay in shape? They're looking for something to do in the fall? Or are these mostly kids that truly enjoy running and want to get better at running? Or is it a combination? I think uh, it's a combination. I think a lot of them just want to come out because they want to be around some success Yeah. You know, to do that. But the other ones, they, want to, they actually want to be good. We, you know... My thing I ask the kids from time to time, you know, you wake up every morning, you can make the decision, do you want to be average, do you want to be good, or do you want to be great? And that's what you have to decide when you come to practice. And most of the kids, it takes them a little while to to get into it, but uh, they turn out to be very durable and working extremely hard, and they develop if they work hard. Right. 
Uh, what are you, what are your expectations uh, for the team you have this season? Uh, we know moving up to four A, it's it's actually was a blessing for us because the number one, number two, and number four finishing girls teams in four A last year moved down to three A. Okay. So it's uh, basically us, and then several Montgomery County schools that'll be in there. Uh, we feel if we run the way we're capable of running, we, we can win the state title. So it's it's going to be right there. But our motto this year is we just got to keep everybody healthy. If they if they're healthy and they keep you know doing what we ask them to do, we will be all right at the end of the year. Right? Is, is Caroline going to be in that front pack? At, yes. Uh, it states she'll she'll be a, she'll be one of the contenders. Yeah, no no doubt about that. She's there. She runs Hereford well, and um, you know we'll have a, a little test when we go down there next next week. I guess on the twenty third at the bull run meet. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, and that's that's always the the the, the de facto tune up uh, for the state meet. What, what do the kids think of the Hereford course? Because it's a very hilly course. Uh, it's. I think they look at it. Our team looks at it as an equalizer. Sometimes <clears throat> there may be some teams that are faster track runners than us, but when they get on those courses, that course, it's it's kind of an equalizer. And yeah. So they, they, I think they enjoy running it because they they know that. It's it's a course you sort of dread going in, but once you sort of comp- do it and conquer it a little mm-hmm. bit, you 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 sort of gr- uh, grow fond of it. Uh, I would say a little. Bit. You probably you probably like it better when you finish than when you started. <laughs> yeah, it'll it'll be interesting on the twenty third because we'll have probably eight girls that have never run it before. So to see how right how they do. It's sort of a love. It's sort of a love hate relationship yeah. almost. Uh, how about the vibe about Frederick County sports? I wanted to ask you about that because you've been in the school so long. I mean, the football program's awesome. The boys basketball program was awesome. Yeah. Your, your, uh, your, your cross country team uh, was awesome. Just, just so many programs are really thriving at Frederick high. Just, just how fun is it to be in the school right now? It, it's, it's really, it's a nice place to, to, uh, to work. I've worked there with the special ed department. And, and how, how long have you been doing that? I've been doing that. I retired from State Farm seven years ago. This is my seventh year or my eighth year uh, there. Okay. So um, it, it's the the environment and the attitude that Kevet Hammond sets for everybody is second to none. I mean, she her expectations are high, and uh, you know you you respond to those expectations and it's it's fantastic place to be yeah i mean isn't success contagious a a, a little bit too absolutely but uh, the other the other hand it's kind of like we have kids that are afraid to come out for our program because you guys are really good i don't want to come out but they're they're intimidated they're intimidated correct okay and and what, what, what do you say to that that kid just come out and try it for three days and see how it is and because all of our kids are really nice young ladies uh, and even our guys team, we Sage and I do the guys team at the same time, and they're just nice young men. Yeah. Um, you, your wife has been at Frederick High for 39 years, you said? Or? No, I've been I've coached for 25. I took eight years off when uh, our daughter was born. Okay. So I did the daddy daycare in the morning and the pickup in the afternoon and uh, while my wife was working. So I took an eight-year hiatus there and uh, – Started back up when Coach uh, Jenny Novak, Coach Brennan, I guess her name was then, uh, she moved to Delaware. Okay. Uh, gotcha. But how long has your wife been in the school? She's. This is year 39 for her. Yeah, right. Uh, how does she view sort of the, the, the changes the school's undergone over, over the last four decades? Uh, <laughs> uh, the new building? Just, just. Yeah, I, th- I think, um, you know, she sees a lot of difference in not only the school, but the attitude, the... Uh, the expectations from FCPS. So 
and I guess as a teacher, you got to try to balance all those things. But she's uh, Miss, you know, she's the head of the uh, uh, Student Government Association, so she puts on all the pep rallies. She's senior, uh, freshman class advisor, so she's like Miss Miss FHS. Yeah, right. Uh, were, were you were you fond of the old building? Yes and no. Okay. <laughs> it was you. You knew where all the nooks and crannies were, and if if you dropped something somewhere, it wasn't a big issue or anything and it seemed like there was a little bit more space uh now there's seems like okay they've got this big area but you can't use it for this so okay do you like the new school oh fantastic school yeah uh and you're very active i mean you're at you're at the basketball games you're at the yeah. the, the wrestling matches you're at you're at the football games yeah. well, why why is it so important for you to, to be out there or is it just something you and your wife enjoy doing we just feel it's important uh for me to see my athletes doing other sports and for her to see her students doing other sports. So we try to make two or three things a week. Like last night, we were at the boys' soccer game. Right. And tomorrow when we go to North Carolina, she'll be at the football game watching. And how will you get to North Carolina? By bus, I take it? Yeah, or? we have a, we raise money to, for a charter bus. Okay, go. and nice. So, yeah. so, so it's a fun little uh, – it's more than a field trip, but it sort of is like a field trip. Correct. So, we, yeah. we like to give our kids opportunities to run out of the area. So like this year, we're going to go to North Carolina – End of the month, we're going to go to Carlisle for a meet, and then we'll take a side trip to Hershey Park afterwards. So we try to do some special things um, to use kind of like it was a recruiting tool, too. Yeah, keep, <laughs> you want to keep things interesting, yeah. of course. It's not all about just running. Uh, you, you run your race, and then you're done, and then it's back home and training and stuff Correct. like that. So so I, I, I think you, you mix things up uh, very well. So, uh, But but you you mentioned your, your uh, co-head coach, Sage, uh, you're in the process of transitioning here, Frank. Correct. It'll probably be either the end of this year or next year. One of the, one of the two. My wife's debating when she's going to retire. It's either going to be this year or at the middle of next year. So it'll be something there. But Sage is going to be a fantastic. Yeah. Tell program. us about tell us about Sage. Oh my God. I mean, she is just one of the most dynamic people I've ever worked with. I mean, she. The reason we, one of the reasons we brought her on is it's it's easy like for an old guy to say, hey, go out and do this. Sage has done that. She ran um, at Dickinson and um, was a very accomplished runner. And so she's done everything that she has asked these kids to do. So we're working like this year, we split up. She was doing, she designed the summer workout for everybody. And I did during the season workout. So we're transitioning a little bit. So uh, it'll it'll be soon. As soon as my wife, I don't think we've ever had a vacation in the fall. We've never gone anywhere in the fall, so. Yeah, it'll, it'll be yeah. nice to sort of wake up and yeah. and not know what's on what's on the calendar. You guys would like to travel? I, I, yeah. I take it. Or, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we did. We had a very full summer. Yeah. Where, where'd you go? We did a um, the Viking River cruise. Okay. So we flew over. We spent two days in Amsterdam to begin with, then we went down the Rhine through the Netherlands. Uh, Germany, France, Switzerland spent two final days in uh, uh, Lucerne, Switzerland, and then flew back. And then we did a long weekend down in Charleston. So, Yeah. Uh, what, what did you enjoy the most about the trip? I think just how calm it was, and there was hardly any people. I think on the boat there was like maybe 184 total people. And the history was phenomenal. And I, some of the days we and we walked, I think I walked like – 10 miles. My wife walked like 16 miles one day. And it was just, oh, no kidding. And it's just like, you know, you're did, walking. Did you, did you tap out after 10, Frank? And, I, and your wife's like, hey, let's yeah. keep going? Or I can't sleep on an airplane. So we, <laughs> we were flying over. And so I think I was up the first day for, because 
by the time you get there, it's like one o'clock our time, but it's seven over there. Yeah. So we hit the ground running. The, the day was just starting. Correct. And so after a certain amount of time, I said, you guys, I've been up 36 hours. <laughs> I got I got to walk back to the hotel, and they kept they kept going. So who are you with your wife and some we, other folks? Or we uh, vacationed with uh, three other families from, that, from our church for uh, this is year seventeen, so the first year without children. But we've gone all over the basically we've gone to Greece, we've gone to London, we've gone all over the United States. So we've done this group for seventeen years. Fantastic people. Is it going to be hard? It's going to be hard for you to step away, Warren Frank. It it will. But it won't be hard knowing that there's somebody there that's competent to take over. Yeah. That's the thing. And, I, and she knows that I'll always be there if she has any questions. Yeah, or, you'll probably still be at the races, right? Yeah. Well, yes and no. I told my wife maybe I'll do uh, become an official. Yeah. You know, you know they, they're always looking for officials. So. Right. Uh, do, you, do you think it will be an emotional experience for you walking away or not think, so much? I think yes and no. You know, one thing Jack Griffin always told me, he says, don't base your decision on who's on your team because there's always going to be kids on your team that you're going to be close to. So, you know, when it's time, it's, it, you know, it'll time. And the one thing I don't want to do, and it happened, you know, when I took over initially, there was nothing there. I don't, I don't want that to happen. I want there to be at least something solid. And like I said, we have probably five really decent 10th grade girls right now. So that probably is going to be a good transfer and we don't know what the the, the new uh, redistricting is going to hold for frederick high either right so you feel good because you're not leaving the cupboard totally bare Correct. for sage okay Correct. well does sage have a connection to frederick county or she ran a dickinson you said she ran dickinson her kids go to children go actually go to middletown okay yeah her, her daughter's on the flag football team did, did think, she grow up here or did she uh, no she's from new jersey okay new yeah. jersey okay yeah. and uh i don't know if they came here with the military i know they're both military uh her and her husband and i think that's the Dietrich thing is probably the connection there from from the Frederick County. Right. Uh, hey, what do you think of the county's newest varsity sport, a girls' flag football? Very interesting to watch. <laughs> it, it goes by really quick, and uh, it's it's I, I I like it. I I think it's a good thing. I don't, I'm not sure this is the the right season to do it because it seems like the field's being used. You know, you got four soccer teams using it, two football teams using it, field hockey using it. So I don't know if it would be a better sport in the spring or it hasn't affected our program at all, though. Right. P- p- part of the beauty of cross country is you can basically do it anywhere. Yeah. And, and you don't need a lot. You don't Correct. need really any equipment uh, either, either. You no. can just, hey, hey, can go for a, go, go for a yeah. run. So uh, do, you, do you, are your workouts, do they simulate actual races? Or is it similar distances? Or, do you, uh, or ha- give me a general workout that you put uh, your girls through. It would be a typical thing. On Monday, we go long. Uh, this this past Monday, it was an hour and ten minutes. Okay. They ran long. Tuesdays uh, easier, uh, like a 35, 30 minute recovery run. Wednesday we did mile repeats. Uh, today was a recovery run. Tomorrow we'll jog the course down in North Carolina. It's like a pre meet race. So we you basically have a long run and a, and then a hard. Well, will you do some sightseeing in North Carolina? No, no, yeah, won't be any time. <laughs> it, it, it's a, it's strictly a business trip, huh? Yep. Yeah. Well, the one thing we're going to do is um, on Saturday, well, my Friday when we get down there, they run two college races, so we're going to stay and watch the college races. Okay. So some of them want to see the college kids run. It's actually the home course of NC State. Okay, so you're down in the Raleigh, uh, the yeah. Raleigh area. Cary. Okay. It's yeah. actually in Cary. Cary, North yeah. Carolina. Okay. 
Um, lastly, I just want to ask you, what, what do you think about just the growth of Frederick County uh, over, over this last 20 to 25 years? <laughs> Insane. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, we see half a dozen kids, new kids every day at Frederick High School, you know, and, and it's just, you know, where are they all coming from? Where, you know, where, I mean, where are they all living, I guess it should say, because it's just, it's, it just seems nonstop. And I'm sure the other schools are the same way, too. Right. As a, as a lifelong county yeah. resident, how do you view the growth? Is, is it a good thing or is it becoming too much of the place that you don't remember? <laughs> well, I know it takes me long. We live off of 7th Street, and I know it takes me longer now to get from my house to the FSK mall than it did. So okay, all right. You, you, yeah. you still go to the mall, Frank? Well, yeah, um, because the mall, the mall, it's not the most popular yeah. place anymore. No, so. well, it depends what you got to give. You got to get something at Dick's Sporting Goods. That's, okay, that's, well, uh, <laughs> that's true. You, you, you can only go yeah. to the, you can only go to the mall yeah. for that or DSW so. for my wife. So. But, but 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 this growth is is good. I, I think it is. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think it is. But I think it's it's the the schools have to do something to keep up. I mean, I don't. You know, they talked about redistricting the three city schools, but it's going to have to be redone again, I think, in a few years because there's no high school in that area in the pipeline. Right. So, it, is, is Frederick bursting at the seams? or? Um... I think our school was uh, meant for 1600, and right now we have 1860. You guys have portables? or? No, um... There's no place to put portables. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, would you have wanted to be a, a teacher? Or, um, no. No? No. I, I enjoyed my job with State Farm. Uh, with State yeah. Farm. And, and coaching it brings you close enough to, to yeah. teaching. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. That's, it's in, uh, like I said, I, I see enough of it with my wife and, you know, whatever we do, we're, we're all in at Frederick High. Yeah, and, and you will be even yeah. even in an unofficial uh, capacity. Uh, I'm sure. So it's it's always great seeing you at, at the games, Frank, and always great saying hello to you. Uh, appreciate you doing this, uh, yep. sir. Uh, we, we we wish your team well. We 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 know you have a strong team at Frederick High, and and uh, it'll be exciting though to watch to see how the the rest of the season unfolds. Great. Okay. Uh, thanks for coming in, sir. And uh, my thanks to uh, producer Graham Cullen. Enjoying a little. Uh, rest and relaxation this week on on vacation uh so graham uh hope, hope you're enjoying your trip out to the west coast and uh, we'll be back next week with alexander dacey and john can and my colleagues here at the fmp to talk a little frederick county sports until then have a great week everyone and we appreciate you listening to the final score podcast